Hello and welcome to episode 377 of the Veg Grow podcast. My name's Richard and I am on a mission to grow as much food as I can in my allotment and garden. Now, I hope you've all had a very Merry Christmas. Today, as we're looking forward to 2021, I'm going to be sharing with you just my few plans that I have for 2021. Now, with what's happened in 2020, of course, these plans might go by the wayside and might change. But I think it's always good just to think over a few ideas and what we're going to do. Now, usually I would have my diary section where I tell you what I've been up to in my own allotment and gardens. This week, however, I'm changing the format slightly because I don't really have a anything in the diary section for you. I took the, the time to chill out. But I guess I can give you a brief synopsis of what I have done over the last few days. Now, Christmas Eve, I was actually on furlough, so I did pop down the allotment to get my Christmas veg, which went quite nice and rather swimmingly. We got everything we needed, and I spoke about that last week. Unfortunately, I got my vehicle stuck in the mud. I've been avoiding the allotment a bit over the last few weeks for fear of getting stuck in the mud, and unfortunately, it did happen on Christmas Eve. Pretty much spent the whole day trying to get it out of the mud. I couldn't, so I had to leave it there until Boxing Day. Now, Christmas Day, I did sow some onion seeds, a variety called Barnyard's Exhibition, which is an exhibition variety, and I'm looking forward to growing those, and and hopefully we can get some good onions out of those. And then Boxing Day, uh, we got a 4x4 to come down and pull me out of the mud, which was so much easier. Only took an hour to get it out so I was really quite grateful for that but basically yeah over the weekend and over the last few days I've sort of chilled out and relaxed and just sort of enjoyed a bit of break while we can so that is really a quick synopsis of what I've been up to over the last few days like I say not much at all which brings me nicely into my plans for 2021 now i have quite a few plans in the pipeline there's a lot of uncompleted projects and plans that i plan to do this year that i've either started or just not finished or 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 whatever and these will be concentrated on now i also have a new year's resolution and i've kind of already spoke about this my new year's resolution for 2021 is that i'm going peat free i'm not going to be using any peat based compost at all everything is going to be peat free and thankfully after experiments i did in 2020 i've proven that the the peat or the peat free compost there's no difference between the two but added to that i've also had some advice from other people who have told me of places where they can get peat free compost for ericaceous compost and other places so i'm really grateful for that and that really makes me feel i can go peat free now with my plans Around this time, what I usually like to do is actually sit down with a a pad and paper and write a huge list of all the seeds I want to grow and when I want to sow them. And then I go through my seed collection and check that I have everything. Added to this, I like to make a rough sketch of my garden or allotment. And that just gives me an idea of what's going where. Now, in the past, I've used computer programs to draw up these uh, these plans, and 
I've not had a huge amount of luck with them, in all honesty, purely because I find them a bit fiddly. I think they're fine on a computer, which I now do actually have. In the past, I used to try and do them on my phone, but now I have a computer, it might be a bit easier. And today, I've actually been playing around. I've drawn up a plan for my allotment, which if I can get on the blog post for this week, I'll add a link to that on, on what I'm using. I'm just finding this quite a good way and even with a pen and paper, just drawing a sketch of your allotment, drawing where you want various plants or what you have, it helps actually to figure out how much you want to grow, how much you can grow, what you want to grow and, and so on. And just see how much space you have and where you can make the best amount of use of the space. So yeah, uh, drawing out the plans is something that I've done and that's got me focused. Now I'll start with the allotment. Now I wanted to build some new beds on the top half of my allotment. 1 to 8a as I'm now calling it in order to, to simplify things. Unfortunately we've now gone into tier 4 here and a lot of the shops that I would be buying this reclaimed wood may well be shut. Added to that, I don't really want to take any vehicles onto the allotment at the moment until March, when there's a good chance that the the ground won't get stuck in again. So that, I think, has caused a, a bit of a delay in building these beds. Now, if I don't get round to building these beds, there's a chance I still might build them. But if I don't get round to building them, it's not going to be a huge problem i'm just going to make use of what i actually have in place and just concentrate on trying to get rid of the cooch grass added to that later in the year something that i really want to make the most use of is the grass mulches now i use these a lot in 2020 and i would run around the allotment just mowing the grass areas and getting as much of this grass that would then just mulch around my plants and it really did work quite well it seemed to suppress a lot of the weeds it seemed to retain a lot of the moisture i did experiment with straw but for some reason the straw didn't work so well again keeping the cooch grass ground I found just grass mulching seemed to work a lot better so I'm going to be sticking with that quite a lot throughout 2021. Now I'm going to continue to use the allotment for growing produce that takes a long time to grow or needs a lot of space but at the same time is fairly easy to care for. Garlic, onions, shallots, they're already into the ground and they fall into that category. Then I'm going to add some more onions that are sown in the, well, the ones I've sown over Christmas or uh, bulbs that I'm going to be planting in February, March time. Uh, in March, I'm going to be sowing some more garlic because I want to run an experiment and just see the comparison between the two different times of sowing this garlic and i also want to grow potatoes and brassicas down on the allotment now potatoes don't want to grow so many potatoes next year we're still harvesting lots of potatoes at the moment i've still got a row in the ground down on the allotment as well as a few buckets at home which basically means to me i seem to have way too many potatoes growing more than what we really need so i'm going to reduce the amount of potatoes brassicas we've actually done really quite well the brassicas this year the use of lime has really paid off and i want to continue growing brassicas cabbages cauliflowers broccoli 
turnips, you know, all those. And most of those are going to go on down the allotment because they seem to do quite well down there. They seem to be able to look after themselves. Just got to remember to net them and keep the weeds down. Now, any other plants that I don't have room at home for and they're kind of left over, they will also go down the allotment where I may have to find space in, in order to fit those in. That's going to be a bit of a play and we'll see what happens scenario with those because I always sow way too many plants. I'm going to try not to, but I will always end up sowing way too many plants and I want to I want to put those into use. I can't bear getting rid of any plants. So we'll find homes for them is what I'm saying. Now at home, 2020, I really wanted to concentrate more on building my garden at home. And that's going to continue in 2021. We've done quite a bit throughout 2020. We've built a new shed. We've built new beds. We've redesigned the layout of my gardens. We've removed trees and so on. So basically, we're going to be entering 2021 with quite a bit already done but there's still a lot of projects that need finishing off i've spoken about the shed that i've built and how i've set that up that's going to be quite a key area for my gardening i feel that for me a shed is the central core of a garden it's where everything happens so with that built i that means my potting shed is no longer required it's an ugly old thing i'll be glad to get rid of it when i moved into this house this potting shed was already here and i thought it was brilliant at the time it had corrugated iron and and twin walled polycarbonate windows i thought it was brilliant unfortunately now i just look in i think well it's falling apart anyway the door is completely demolished but i just think now it just looks ugly and tired so i'll be glad to get rid of it it's been a good friend over the years really quite useful but it's time for it to go now once that potting shed is taken down the chicken run is going to go where that is and this is a job that i want to get done quite soon that's just going to mean that that area where the shed is currently that i'm expecting the ground under there to be quite dry quite compacted so the chicken's just pecking over that they're going to dig up that soil they're going to loosen it up for me for the next year just going to make my life a bit easier and going to make that area just a little bit more more fertile so that come next year i can pot another bed there now with a shed out of the way i can then remove all the ivy that we have growing around there and square up the patio area and then towards the back of this area i want to build a a small raised bed which incorporates my sub pod composting system now sub pod composting system is like an underground composting system that the manufacturers very very kindly sent me and i've got it sitting waiting to go into the ground I'm quite big on doing as much composting as I can and I just felt this was a great tool to have in a small garden because it's underground, it's out of sight, it doesn't take up as much space. We can incorporate it with a flower bed or a vegetable bed or a herb bed. It's just going to be opening up a lot more opportunities for me to grow more and more and, and I'm really looking forward to getting that into the ground. Now I do need to build one more bed which is in a position where the Cape gooseberries are at the moment and where we had a, um, and where we had aubergines and tomatoes growing this year. That area it was where the chickens were originally and it's 
absolutely fine as it is. I put a little bed in there, but I want to make it into one of the bigger beds like what I built throughout 2020. That They really have the, the two beds that I've built in 2020. I'm really happy with them. So I really want to replicate those and, and keep adding onto that. And this will provide me with three large beds. And one of these beds, and it's probably going to be the one that I'm going to build, this is going to be where I'm going to grow next year's Christmas dinner in. I'm going to dedicate a whole bed to that one project. And that's something I'm going to be doing on the podcast and talking about. We're going to be, as we sow it and grow it, we can all grow our Christmas dinner together, is, is my kind of thinking with this. So that's going to be one bed dedicated over to that. Then with all these beds in place and everything over, I want to build a grape arch over the path that runs alongside this a vegetable patch area. I already have the grapes and I just need to get the ivy out of the way before the grapes can go into the ground and build this arch. Then there's the orchard slash wildflower slash herb garden area that I started to build this year. We took out a couple of trees. Unfortunately, it seemed to get pushed to one side. I had so much time on my hands at the beginning of the year and I dedicated myself to doing so much that that area, not that it got forgotten about, but there was always something else to do. I need to spend a weekend and really get that bed in, or that area, sorry, into a really good condition and get that all ready to go that actually won't take all that long it's just a case of dedicating the time to it so that kind of sums up my kind of big projects my rough idea of what i'm doing in my garden in my allotment then we need to concentrate on what we're actually going to be growing each year i like to grow something that i've never grown before and my original plan for this was actually to grow wheat now wheat I wanted to grow that so we could try and get some flour. Probably not going to be possible to get enough to make a loaf of bread, but that's what I wanted to, to find out. Unfortunately, when I've been researching this today, I kind of missed the boat on when to sow the wheat seeds. So I'm a bit late in doing that. So we're not gonna we're not gonna do the wheat this year. We're probably gonna do that at the end of next year. Instead, what I'm gonna grow is loofah. Now, loofahs is a type of gourd. They are edible when they're very young, but as they grow on and get bigger, they can actually be used to create sponges for washing ourselves or washing plates and stuff. I, I've seen a lot of people doing this over the years, and I really want to try this out, have a bit of fun with it, but also want to see just how edible these really are. I think it's really going to be quite a good one to try. Hopefully, other people out there will either try it or have done it and can give me some pointers we'll, we'll find out now okra that is next on my list as something that i i keep trying to grow i've grown tried growing it for many years and it keeps failing i've had some advice from a listener who um, i'm sure she's listening and she'll probably be able to know who i'm talking about who is very successful with growing okra and she said that what the mistake I'm doing is that I'm trying to sow them in my root trainers and then pot them up. They don't like their roots being disturbed. So what I'm going to try this year is actually sow them where they are to grow. 
Hopefully then we're going to be a bit more successful with Okra, which will be great because I absolutely love Okra. We, we love gumbo. We love so many dishes that, that we cook with Okra that I really would like to try it and, and get some real good homemade stuff. And this, this advice from a listener has really paid off. We're going to really try and make a strong effort to sow the tiger nuts and cape gooseberries again. Now, I say tiger nuts because last 2019 I grew them really, really quite successfully. 2020, I just ran out of time to sow the seeds. So I'm going to try that again and make a real conceited effort to try and do that. The Cape Gooseberries. Now, I forgot to sow those in 2019, but I did sow them this year. And they're very, very popular in my household because they taste so delicious. They've got a real hit of vitamin c and real real tasty sweet flavor from them the reason i'm making a real strong effort to grow them is because my wife absolutely loves them she says they're her favorite thing that i grow so based on that i've really got to buckle down and grow those apart from those two everything else is pretty much your standard vegetables or everything that we can grow so you know we're talking carrots parsnips cabbages broccoli tomatoes salad leaves all those and pretty much a lot of these sort of things are going to be growing at home purely because it's more convenient and easier for me to get to salad leaves we do eat a lot of salad leaves and i've mentioned these time and time again i sow those in my veggie pod which is absolutely brilliant for growing salad leaves and a whole range of things for that number so basically what i'm going to be doing again i'm running my veggie pod down at the moment trying to use up everything we have in there once i've used everything up i'm going to take away a few inches of the compost and then replenish with fresh compost and uh, probably add a bit of grow more or something into there as well to, to feed the plants as they grow and then we're going to return back to sowing each area i'm going to split it into four areas we're going to sow salad leaves in each area every couple of weeks that way i've always got some fresh tasty salad leaves coming along and while one's being sown and just about germinating the others are growing and harvesting so it just helps me keep quite organized now added to that i want to spend a bit more time in the kitchen this year as well preserving it's something i've not been able to do much of this year normally i would be making jams and pickles right throughout the year absolutely love cooking and it's one of my favorite things to do jams pickles and even just our meals now we're still obviously cooking our homegrown food into our meals and incorporating that into our diets but what I really want to do is more of the jams and pickles. Years ago, it's, I used to spend ages making them and I haven't made so many in recent times, purely because of time, which 2020, you would have thought I had all the time in the world with being furloughed for three months. But actually, once I started going back to work, the time that I had spare was very, very precious to me. And I had I absolutely loved spending time in the garden while being on furlough. And, and once I started going back to work, when I wasn't at work, I really wanted to spend more time in the garden. So that was on me. I should have spent a bit more time in the, in the kitchen as well, making these jams and pickles. So that's something I'm really going to be concentrating on in 2021. Now, in terms of self-sufficiency, because that is ultimately our aim, we have done 
pretty well with being self-sufficient in most vegetables. We've used our freezer a lot and that gets filled up quite nicely. We've kept a constant supply and pretty much all the time we have had vegetables coming in every week without fail. And this is what I want to really concentrate on. There's there's certain things that we are completely self-sufficient in. Uh, well, like rhubarb, eggs, asparagus, um, a huge range of things that we are completely self-sufficient in. And I want that to continue and I want to build on that. The whole idea behind my modern victory garden was to make it so that we don't have to buy food from our supermarket. So that is really what I really want to continue, getting more and more self-sufficient. It's a slow process, but we are we are definitely doing it. Well, that sums up my plans for 2021. If you've got any plans or are you making any significant changes, you then please let me know. You can email me, richard at uk. You can visit the website at uk, or you can find me on social media. Just before I close up for this week, I would just like to remind everybody about the Supporters Members Club. The Supporters Members Club, if you're not aware, it costs £5 a month and it's available on the website at theveggroundpodcast.co.uk. The Supporters Club, that it enables me to continue making these podcasts, keep the website going and encourage more people to grow their own food, which is what I am really aiming for. It's just £5 a month, and for that £5 a month, each month you get several packets of seeds sent directly to your door that can be sown in that respective month. And also we get some behind-the-scenes podcasts and videos and, and content that I'm really working a lot on for our 2021 to really build and make it a lot better. And hopefully we can create a community with these supporter members as well. So if you want to find out more about that, then just head to theveggroundpodcast.co.uk to find out more. Right, well, Happy New Year, everyone, and I'm going to wrap up for this week. I will see you again next time, and it will be in the new year, and I'll be discussing what tasks we have for January. So until then, please take care. <laughs>